Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. This is Charlene. Welcome to Grace Multiplied, a mature persuasion podcast. If it's your first time coming to this podcast, welcome. If you've listened to the podcast before and are returning, welcome back. We're always glad to have you. Very glad. Now, just to share a little bit about what you can expect when you come to this podcast and listen, you can always expect a word of encouragement. What I would suggest you do is visit the podcast library. There's a list of episodes. They build on each other. Listen as often as you desire. So whenever you come to this podcast, what you can expect is a word of encouragement. And what we expect from you is that you share the podcast. Let someone that you know know we're here. Help them find the podcast. Also, if you want to communicate with us, perhaps you want to share to encourage us because we need a word of encouragement as well. We have an email address, gracemultiply1015 at gmail.com. Again, that's gracemultiplied1015 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So, you now know what you can expect and what we expect from you. Also, to tell you a little bit more, at this particular podcast here, we believe in God. Specifically, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I do. And I believe that he died for me on the cross, was buried in the grave, and then rose from the grave for my justification. And on a daily basis, I'm learning more and more what that means for me. Everything we do at this podcast, whatever we share with you, is based on the written word of God. What we've read in the written word of God and how God has revealed through us. And what happens here is that I share with you what God has shared with me. What God has revealed to me through his word. A tool that I've been provided that you can use is a website, BibleGateway.com. Again, that's BibleGateway.com. It was free the last time I used it. I use it pretty much every day. I use it today. I suggest everyone read the Word of God for themselves. If you visit this website, you will find that there are many translations that you can use of the written Word of God on this website. All you do is pick the one that speaks to you, that's easiest for you to read, and read it as much as you want. And I I promise you, it works. It works for you. You'll get a better understanding. And as you read the Word of God, 
the Bible, which is God's written word that was given to the translator or the scribe who wrote it down for us. And you read it and you become more knowledgeable of what God has provided and how to receive those provisions. So now you know about Grace Multiplied, a Mature Persuasion podcast, where we expect from you what you can expect whenever you come here. You have a tool that you can use to read the Word of God for yourself. There's an email address if you want to share with us what you've read or just have something that you think we need to know that will be helpful to us. You can communicate with us. If you want to talk with us or need prayer, we have access to conference lines when you email with us. We can set something up. We can work that through. So, oh, another thing I wanted to say and share with you. You've heard me say that, you'll hear me say on the podcast that I am walking through my seventh decade, looking into my eighth decade. And I've read in the word of God that I can live a very long time. He said, with long life, in his word, it says that God would satisfy me and show me his salvation, which is his plan of salvation. So that comes to what I believe I've been led to share with you this week, the wisdom of God, the wisdom of God, with reference to God. God's wisdom is a mystery. But we can know more about God, more about what he expects from us and know definitely more about what we can expect from him. The wisdom or wisdom itself means one of wisdom's names or when you transcribe it in the language, it's Sophia. It's a reference to God, wisdom. Whenever we're talking about wisdom, we're referring to God because in another place in the word of God, it lets us know that The fear of God or acknowledging God, recognizing God, is the beginning of wisdom. That's the beginning of us getting to know the mystery, some of the mysteries of God. And in another place in his word, he said, it begins with a fear, which is not a fear or not what we call, you know, anxiety, trepidation, uh, being afraid of God, not that but just a respect for God, acknowledging that he's there, acknowledging that he created all things. He created us. In another place in his word, he tells us that he formed mankind from the dust of the ground, this is in Genesis, and breathed the breath of life into mankind. And Genesis is the book of beginnings. All of us know that When we read the book of Genesis, it's the beginning. It talks about how God created the heaven and the earth in the beginning. And it tells us there's the Bible is broken up. It's a total uh, in the um, what they call the canon, a total of, of 66 books that are the accepted books. There are many books that uh, people talk about. However, the ones that are accepted part of the canon, the 66 books. There are 39 books that uh, reveal things about God in the Old Testament and 27 books in the New Testament for a total of 66 books. 
And just reading those is enough for us to understand and for God to teach us and guide us through his plan of salvation. It says in another place that God used the church to reveal the mystery, the multifaceted wisdom of God. The church, and the church in another place, which is known as a body of baptized believers. It says those who believe God, what God has to say, and are baptized, that's baptized in the word of God. Of course, there's a natural baptism that you can see. It's a, a outward uh, display of a changed heart when people are immersed, emerged in water, the baptism. But when we talk in the Bible about being baptized, when they're referring to the upper room, there wasn't really a pool of water there. It's more the word of God. So as we receive the word of God, listen to the word of God, read the word of God, we're washed in the word. Washed by the word. The word cleanses us. And what it does is that heart that's in us, that mind that we have when we were separated from uh, God's divine plan, his original intention, when mankind fell. You, if you listen to some of the segments of this podcast, we talk about at some point you've heard me mention or you've heard someone mention Adam and Eve, how they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil when they were in the Garden of Eden. And the thing was, falling from grace, they knew, the, they knew, they learned about evil, okay? It was introduced, and they knew about good, but at that time they had lost the power to do the good because they were separated from God, separated. And it's a lot that goes into that, but... If you want to know more, you can email us and ask your questions. We'll be glad to answer them. But just getting back to the wisdom of God, God uses the church, the body of baptized believers, to make known his wisdom, the manifold wisdom of God, really in the face of Jesus Christ. Because it says in another place that all things were made by him, for him. All things belong to God. He tells us that everything, the earth, uh, everything, the world, the people, all the dwells therein. It all belongs to God because he created it. And if you want the wisdom of God, which is a way really we're supposed to, he said the first step is that we need to get wisdom, get the wisdom, be introduced, learn how to reverence him, learn how to reach out to him, learn how to accept what he's provided. We are always in a receiving mode. When we, re- when we wake and we come to consciousness every morning on a daily basis, the first thing we receive <clears throat> is the breath of God. And we need that breath. As we breathe in and breathe out, that's the part of God that's in us. We acknowledge where that breath came from, that it came from God. And we're supposed to use everything we have to get a better understanding because it says that Wisdom, the principal thing, is wisdom. That is the wisdom of God. That's the principal thing. And with all thy getting, to get understanding. We're to understand what we're getting or why we're going after it. And we're supposed to use everything we have to get more wisdom. We have to recognize that God's wisdom is available, but we have to believe that. Because in another place, he says, according to our faith, be it unto us. 
that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If we believe God, that's the evidence to us that he exists. As we believe him, as we recognize him, as we recognize that we need him, he's available to us. His word, though, as we learn about him, we're to drink his word in, to imbibe it. We are to drink it in. We are. And we're, we're, think of, we're to think of it and it will show itself to be life to us. His words are life. And the example we can use is the earth, how the earth needs rain. We need the water of the word. The water of the word will manifest God's wisdom to us. Godly wisdom will open itself to us. When we allow, we have free will of choice. Everybody does. I know everybody doesn't believe in God. We all have a choice to whether we want to recognize God or not. To whether we want to reference God or not. If we want to begin to to put value on what God has to say and to seek God, we have a choice. I choose to. Not everybody does, but I have found it to be so productive in my life in improving the quality of life, and that's what this podcast is about, improvement of the quality of life. But God will not violate our free will. We all have free will of choice, whether we want to receive God or not, if we want to believe God or not. But he gives us an example. Look at the earth. When there's no rain on earth, when you have drought, drought, everything withers and dies. Without the word of God, without recognizing God in our life, because he likened us in another place in the word of God as trees, we need to be watered so that we can grow up and bear fruit. Godly wisdom, fruit unto God, to which those characteristics are. We become pure like God, not of our own, but we're restored to the original intention that God had for us in this earth realm. We take on the characteristics of God through godly wisdom. Because you have to know what something is that it even exists for you or where it is before you can employ it in your life. We need to employ God's word in our life. Once it's made known to us, we need to, and once we recognize it's available to us and we need it, we need to be able to drink it in. We hear it and we recognize it. And begin, we really begin to search for it. We have to be willing to receive what God has to say. And it's not something that we do once and stop. No. Just like it when it rains on the earth. It rains in seasons. We have to have that rain. We do. We have to have the water of the word. We do. We recognize that. Water takes on different forms. It does. And God works in his word in many ways. He opens that mystery to us. And as we draw nigh, come near, willing to receive, when we're willing to receive, and we do that often, we're going to be well-watered ground, well-watered by the word, because the wisdom of God will show forth in our life. And we're transformed, which is the mystery, as we behold what he tells us in his word, as we employ 
what he tells us in his word, his word will work in us and through us because we willingly receive it. And we learn how to listen for the sound of God's word. God's word is his voice. He speaks to us and reveals to us through revelation knowledge in his word. The more we recognize it, the more we focus on it, we become sensitive to that sound. So we know what wisdom is. We understand what he's saying. We know that it's pure. God's word is truth. His word is truth. It's the absence of error. We don't have to worry about error because God will lead and guide us. He's continuously leading and guide us through his word, through his wisdom, when we willingly receive it. And once we do get it and find out about it, and we see how valuable it is, and we begin to live by it, and we employ God's wisdom in our life when we make decisions. We let God's wisdom govern our life. We live our life by God's word. We submit to God's word, humble ourselves, and we'll retain it in our heart and in our mind, and it will be there hidden, and it'll work through us. And we water that word as we read it on a daily basis. We water that word as we employ it on a daily basis. We water that word. And that word, just like any good tree that you plant, a natural tree, when you water it, when you feed it, it's going to grow. And you're going to see the health of that tree. And that tree, that tree is transformed into a strong tree. And he likened us to trees. And that's what we are, transformed into strength. And we learn how to hold on to that word. And we never let it go. Once it starts to work in your life, once you taste of the goodness of it and the, the sweetness of it, once you begin to understand that it is the principal thing, then he told us to go on and get understanding. And that's what I'm saying. When you begin to understand, you have to begin. The wisdom of God is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of acknowledging God. He said that's the principal thing. It's where we need to live, a productive life, a high-quality life. We submit to him. We learn how to act on God's word, according to his word. We retain his word in our heart on a daily basis. We learn to enjoy his word. We rise every morning in the newness of life, in the newness of life, through the newness of life, seeking to hear what the Lord has to say through wisdom. He's revealed. And we learn who has become wisdom for us. In another place, he tells us that he has become for us. Jesus has become for us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. And if you listen to segments of this podcast, you will find something in the library that can speak to you. You can listen as often as you want. You can retain the knowledge. You can get understanding of the mystery of God. You can begin to recognize what godly wisdom is, recognize it in your life, practice it in your life, and you will bear divine fruit through the wisdom of God which is health to you, health to your success, health to your victory. And if you have any questions, like I said, I would love to hear from you. Feel free, email me. If you want to talk to me, you can let me know by way of email. We can set something up. God bless. Hope we've said something here that will help you desire to know 
what the wisdom of God is, knowing that the mystery of God is available to you. You can learn about it. You can act on it. You can produce through it. God bless.